What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Crying a Baseball Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Mealy, joined once again by Ashley Nungfeld. How are you doing today, Ash? Good. How are you, Logan? I am doing good. Well, you, you know, we still got that fallout from the Liam Hendricks deal. You, well, any any final thoughts about that? Um, I, I think that kind of shows where the reliever market is, and we, mm. we'll talk about that more uh, in a later video. But uh, yeah. I think that I, I don't know how much impact that will have on the other positions, but uh, it kind of shows that teams still are willing to spend some money. You're right. That is for a later video. But this video is all about the outfielders. We're, we're going to go through the outfielders, go, go through the DHs. They're included in this, too. But um, let's just start in left field. My, Michael Brantley, g- give me your thoughts. Where where do you think he'll sign? Uh, Michael Brantley is a really interesting guy to me. Obviously, he's a great hitter. Um, I don't know how much of a fielder he is anymore. I personally could see him DHing and playing the outfield, kind of that platoon role. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I don't see him returning to the Astros. I don't see really any of these Astros free agents returning to them. Um, I think Brantley is a guy that w- would make sense to stay in the AL. Um, for a team that would make some sense, uh, potentially the Twins, um, they, they lost Eddie Rosario. They let him walk. Uh, Brant- and, and they lost Nelson Cruz. So he could play either that outfield role or fill in as the DH. Um, I, I, yeah, I really think he uh, ma- makes some sense there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Brant Brantley was seemed to be the definition of just a solid baseball player. Um, you know, he you you get what you're you're going to get what you, he's given everybody the past couple of years, and that's you know a a solid you know low three hundreds batting average, um, a handful of home runs. Uh, you know, he he hit three hundred on the dot last year. And, you know, just, just a really solid, consistent player. And, you know, he, he's going to be 34 this next season, so he's kind of getting – I'm personally not expecting him to get this, you know, huge five-year contract. I, I could see him signing on somewhere for two, three years. Well, how, how long do you think he'll sign for? I think that sounds about right. Yeah, I don't think a, a team's going to commit to him super long-term. Um, I, but I think he does deserve more than a one-year contract, especially if he goes to an AL team. Because even if he his speed regresses, you know he he's still got a really solid bat. Yeah, I mean, definitely he's he he's just a solid, good veteran player, and that's that that that's what they'll get when they sign him. Now, um, another left fielder, uh, Jack Peterson. Kind of Kyle Schwarber esque in a way, where a big lefty power bat can play the outfield, can play first base if you need him to. But um, you know, Schwarber got one year, ten million, and you know, uh, Schwarber's twenty eight, Peterson's twenty nine. They're both equal in age. Do you, do you think that Peterson gets you know a one year deal worth you know ten or eleven million too? Um, yeah, I I could see him getting a one year deal. Um. He, he's another pretty interesting player because he's honestly not that bad of a fielder. Um, yeah, I think – I don't think he returns to the Dodgers, uh, obviously. Uh, his numbers in 2019 and 2018 are very comparable uh, to Schwarber's yeah. in yeah. terms of OPS. Um, I – see, it's hard to tell because 
if we would have made this video before Schwarber signed, I probably would have said oh, Schwarber's for sure going to an AL team to to maybe DH two. But uh, I I think Peterson it makes a lot of sense uh, on the Angels, which was a team that almost traded for him last offseason. Um, I think adding a, a, another solid bat to that lineup would help. Um, yeah, and, and even you look you look at his numbers this year as bad as they were, they're still comparable to Schwarber because Schwarber was equally bad this year. So uh, I don't necessarily see a perfect fit for him, but I think there are a lot of teams that make sense. Yeah, I, he's he's just a very you know he he's a power back. He he did very well in the playoffs this year, especially the World Series. But um, yeah, just just a a, a power lefty bat that you know a, any team would want to have. Now, uh, I, another left fielder you know kind of in a similar vein by that i mean a lefty brett gardner he he isn't known for his power he he can poke a couple over the fence in the yankee stadium but you know he's 37 he's getting old and it for me i see him going back to the yankees on a one-year deal i don't see him going anywhere else except returning to the yankees yeah i honestly feel the same way he's like he's a guy that kind of embodies of kind of what you, you think of when you think of a Yankee player. He's clearly a kind of a yeah. leader of that clubhouse. Um, the, if I remember correctly, he's the only player back from the 2009 championship who's still on the team. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Um, I, I, yeah, the question uh, with that is, I don't think it's even contract because I think Gardner would just take a one-year contract to return there. It's kind of if they have a spot for him because at some point Clint Frazier has to Maybe not be an everyday player, but stay up in the MLB. Yeah, this step up to so, yeah, stay, stay on the forty man roster. Yeah, and uh, uh, I don't know if Gardner gets in his way, but uh, that that's the only real thing that would maybe hold him back from uh, resigning with the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, he, I, for for my entire life, it seems he's. He's been with the Yankees, and I'm fairly sure that's true. I I can remember watching him. You know, he he started playing in '08, and you know he's still playing now. And there's you know he he has a career 43 WAR and uh, a 260 career batting average. Like I, I'm not sure. He's just he he is what I think about when I think about the Yankees, and. It's it's just difficult to imagine him in any other uniform. Yeah. All right. So uh, I, another kind of you know veteran player who's been with one team for a while, Ryan Braun. Um, do do you think that the Brewers want him back? Uh, honestly, no. Uh, I I don't think he's obviously the same player he once was before. Um, maybe uh, he's a great teammate, but uh, I personally don't like him as a person. Um. I agree with that. Yeah, he's a guy that didn't even really hit last year. I, I personally see him signing a minor league contract with the team. He, he's not even a, obviously not a great like feeler. So uh, I don't see a team that would necessarily go out of their way to get Ryan Braun. Yeah, I mean, you look at his stats, and from this previous season, you got a two thirty three batting average. With you know eight hits and a literal point one WAR, like, 
and he's he's 37. I mean, th- this is not a, a young spry Ryan Braun we're talking about. Like this, th- this this we this isn't looking good for him. And you know, a minor league deal I think is all he'll really get. And it's it's I'm not sure why I thought this, but him to the Rangers maybe get get a DH spot, just kind of a, a a low pressure team. But I, I I see him going to the Rangers personally, or the Rangers are staying with the Brewers. Yeah, I could for sure, sure see that happening. Or honestly, I could just see him signing a random minor league contract with any team, really. Um, yeah. I, I don't really see a team that's making a push to get Ryan Braun. Yeah. Uh, any other left fielders you want to touch on before I move to center? Uh, I actually, there's two. Uh, first, uh, Eddie Rosario. He's kind mm. of a guy that we touched on before. Obviously, yeah. he's a guy that I think makes a lot of sense to go to the Cubs, kind of replace uh, Shorber in a way, just that lefty uh, bet. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see him necessarily as an upgrade to Schorber. Uh I don't see him as a good downgrade either. I, I think he's, he's yeah. a really solid hitter. He's proven himself in the league. Um, I, I don't see him returning to the Twins because I feel like they would have just quali- uh, off, like, send him the qualifying offer. Um yeah, I, I don't see a team that necessarily wouldn't want him, but uh, I, I don't see a perfect fit for him, really, besides the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's a solid player. 257 batting average, 13 bombs, you know, 1.1 more. Uh, played with the Twins his entire career. Like, he's he's a solid, everyday player who, you know, he he'll, he'll get, you know, 500 at-bats a year, you know, 600 maybe. Like, he's... He he's getting in that box and he's grinding, and you know he he has been far down on the list, but he has been top twenty in MVP voting the past two years, which you know it it it's something. You know, again he's he was seventeenth this year and finished eighteenth last year, but you know still being in the top twenty players in the American League, like like that's solid. Like you you are getting a solid a solid player with Eddie Rosario. Yeah, for sure. Now, what was the other player you wanted to touch on? Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall is a guy that's kind of been like a guy that was seen to have a lot of power for a while in the league. And, and this year with the Braves, yeah. he really he really took a, another step. He was a big part of that uh, that team this year. Um, yeah. He, he's a guy for, for sure will get a major league contract. Uh, a team that I think makes a lot of sense is the Colorado Rockies. Obviously, they lost David Dahl. Um, yeah, to, to a contract with the Rangers, uh, obviously hitting Coors would benefit him. Uh, obviously, he's going to have power no matter what. But uh, I think a full year of him Coors is kind of scary. Yeah, I mean he's he's a power hitter, and it's you know he he's just he's just really you you get a, a good power outfield bat. From him, and kind of a crazy statistic is, um, thirty-five percent of all hits he had last year were home runs. Forty-five hits, sixteen bombs. Like he, he is, he is a power hitter, and when he steps into the box, we we can expect him to put put, put a couple runs on the board. Yeah, it's always impressive when a guy only has a three oh one on base percentage, but ends up with an. 833 OPS because of how ridiculous his slugging percentage is. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 really he he's a power bat. Now, uh let's move on to center field here. They're gonna start off with the big headliner, George Springer. Uh I mean declined qualifying offer from the Astros. Where where do you see him going? Uh Springer, um I, I know he's he's been rumored here a lot, but I really do think he ends up in Toronto. Mm. And early on, Springer was making a case for MVP. Um, he he is one of the guys on the Astros that hit this year, even without the cheating, obviously. Uh, 265 average, 359 OPS, 899, or uh, 359 OBP, 899 OPS, 14 homers. He, like, those are ridiculously good numbers for a center fielder who's also a great fielder. Um, oh, yeah. He's a great fielder. Yeah, he, he's a guy, I hate to say, like, a veteran presence, but he, he isn't. He would be a nice fit uh, on that younger Blue Jays team who's who could honestly make, obviously, a case for the playoffs, but maybe even winning that division, especially if they get a guy like yeah. Springer. So uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, and the big thing for me was World Series postseason hitters we've ever seen. Like, he's he's absolutely insane in the playoffs, and, you know, you know, if the Blue Jays are facing, you know, the Yankees and the DS or something, and, you know, Springer comes up to bat, like, you, you'd rather Springer up there than Vladdy. Nothing against Vladdy, but, you know, Springer's been there. He has proven himself. I mean, like that, he might be, you know, that extra push that Toronto needs to put themselves into a strong playoff position and maybe even push them ahead of the Yankees. Yeah, and obviously I think they're going to make more moves yeah. than if they just get Springer. But yeah, they're a team that's, uh, I think, clearly going to make a, a push this mm-hmm. year. And I think he's a guy that would obviously help out yeah, a lot. I mean, he, and, you know, he's he's kind of he's kind of an expensive player. I mean, he made $21 million last year. Like, Yeah, he, he's, a guy, he's a guy that's going to be asking for around – Maybe thirty million dollars this year. Which, yeah, that's that that's that's quite the number. And you know the the Blue Jays they got money to spend. They got they got Vladdy, they got Caven, they got Bo, all on you know my uh like low low paying contracts. So you know they 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 got money to spend, and Springer wants it. Okay, so another center fielder. Now the center field class. There's a lot of players who are going to be picked up by a bad team and dealt at the deadline. By that, I mean Gerard Dyson, Billy Hamilton, uh, you know, the line of the Shields. I have a feeling they're all going to be picked up by, you know, small, smaller or less competitive teams this year and just dealt off at the deadline. That's what happened with, like, Gerard Dyson this last year, signed with the Pirates, dealt to the White Sox for their playoff push. And, you know, Billy Hamilton, I feel like that's happening every year for him is, you know, he, he played, he played with the, uh, the Reds for a while, but I feel like ever since then, he's just been bouncing around the league. Uh, do you, do you see any of these guys signing anything more than a minor league contract for one year? Um, I think a couple of them could get a major league contract, but it would be for one year. I see most of these guys as solid defensive players, kind of more speed guys. Uh, I don't think one jumps out at me above the mm. others. Uh, obviously, you kind of say Billy does just because of how fast yeah. he is, but uh, obviously it's not because of his bat. 
Um, yeah, I, I think I'll, I think some of these guys might sign with better teams and, and play in the minors at first and, you know, be an injury rep- replacement or a guy that will just kind of be a pinch runner for a team because uh, we, saw, we saw the Royals kind of do that uh, a couple of years ago where they, they just try to put the fastest players on the field. Yeah. And uh, it, it worked okay, obviously. Not, not super successful, but I, I think we will maybe see some of these guys sign with better teams on minor league contracts. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see any of these guys being big impact players for teams next year. Yeah, I mean, Billy Hamilton, 2019 signs with the Royals, dealt to the Braves for their playoff push. 2020 signs with the Mets, gets dealt to the Cubs for their playoff push. Like, he's he's just kind of bouncing around. But one player that kind of sticks out to me that's, you know, not Springer level, but not, uh, you know, Gerard Dyson level. Jackie Bradley Jr. He is a phenomenal defensive player, but I I'm I'm struggling to see where he's gonna go. I mean, I the White Sox needed a lefty bat for a while, and I thought, you know, him or Peterson, heck even Schwarber, but they signed Adam Eaton of all people. So I'm kinda I'm kinda curious, do you think Bradley's gonna get a bigger contract? Where do you think he's gonna sign? Well, I think Bradley's another one of these guys that'll get a, a one year contract. Uh, he is a guy that I see going to maybe a less competitive team uh, and obviously potentially being dealt at the deadline. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't necessarily think there's a big market for Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. But I, I think he is a guy that will probably be a starter on a not as competitive team this next year. I'm not sure why. Like, oh. Another team that makes a little bit of sense for me is the Giants. They got that big outfield. He's got a great glove. And, you know, they they were a game away from making the playoffs last year. Like, I, they they, they might want to make a little push for it, you know, with Joey Bart behind the dish. Hopefully, I mean, I, I could personally see him signing with the Giants a two-year, $12 million deal. What do you think? Uh, I think that's obviously possible. Uh, I really don't see – him getting more than one year, obviously I could be wrong. Uh, I think the Giants do make some sense because I'm, I'm pretty sure they had Kevin Pillar in the yeah. roster last year and that yeah. was a free agent. Um, I think getting a lefty bat for that team would be uh, would be nice. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't see a necessarily perfect fit uh, or a perfect team for Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the right fielders now. Uh is there is there anyone we really need to talk about here? Um, I feel like there's there's some solid guys there that could play uh, a role on some teams. I think Nomar Mazzara, a guy that played for the White Sox last year, maybe not the best hitter, but young enough where he could still develop into something. Uh, Nick Marcake Nick Markakis is a guy who's been around for a while, always hit pretty well. Um, Domingo Santana is a guy who had one pretty solid year, also kind of young enough where you, you could s- see him developing into a pr- pretty solid uh, everyday hitter. Um, a, a guy that I kind of want to touch on is Yasiel Puig. And mm. uh, I want to ask you, do you think Puig gets a contract this offseason? That's that's interesting because uh, he, he just signed on with Luba Sports, and I feel like Rachel Luba is a very aggressive agent, and I could see him getting a one-year deal for just kind of, kind of a you know lower-tier team. But I, 
I I hope. I I'm not entirely sure if he gets a contract, but I really really hope he does. Yeah, once again, a team that I think makes sense kind of biasly is the Cubs. Uh, they still need to fill that outfield hole. Uh, I think Puig's a guy that could he obviously can hit pretty well. He's a he's a very solid fielder. You know, maybe not the best guy in the clubhouse, depending who you ask. But uh, I think he'd be a, another exciting guy to add to the Cubs. Yeah, and I I feel like you know he's a young, exciting player, and you know a young, exciting player is I think the Padres, and I know they kind of have an outfield situation all set, you know, with Will, you know, uh, Tommy Pham, but I mean. He he's a young, exciting player with a huge personality. I the the Padres fit well in my mind. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I personally do see him going to an NL team. Well, it doesn't have to be an NL team, but uh, I, I he's a guy that does play the field fairly well. Obviously, he's a very strong arm. Um, I, I, once again, I don't necessarily see like a perfect fit for him either. I think. There are some teams to watch, potentially the the A's, um, but yeah, I, I think he's a guy that will at least play the field well uh, wherever he goes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, now, me personally, I feel like there's there's not 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 a whole lot else to talk about here. Um, Adam Eaton signed with the Sox in December, so Hunter Renfro signed with the Red Sox in December. And uh, there was, I there's just not a whole lot of big names in right field this year. Yeah. So, so I think on that note, uh, if you if you have any other right fielders you want to talk about, but we move to DHs. Uh yeah, for sure. Okay, so uh, Nelson Cruz, he he's a forty year old. He's getting up there in age, but. He's an absolute tank. He's an absolute powerhouse. I, I, I'm not sure if he'll get a multi-year deal, but I think he deserves one. What do you think? I think he's a guy that I don't think he wants to sign a multi-year deal. Obviously, he's older. I think he wants to just kind of sign a year-to-year contract. Obviously, he kind of has to be, stay in the AL because uh, he cannot play the field really at all. Uh I, I don't know if I see him returning to the Twins. Obviously, it's a it's a possibility. Um, I, I don't know if he necessarily has to go to a competitive team. Obviously, I think he'd probably like to. Potentially reuniting with the Orioles as, as kind of that veteran presence in the locker room. Um, I, I think I think maybe even the Astros um, with them losing Brantley. Uh, but uh, I don't necessarily see him getting a, a multi-year deal. But I think wherever he goes, at, uh, he'll be a great hitter. Yeah, um, he he's just a stellar hitter who you know in, in a regular year can give you twenty. Not not in this year he can give you twenty ish bombs, but like, I mean, for forty, you know, may, may, maybe he pushes fifty. Um, but I mean, he's just he's just a powerhouse type of guy here, and you know, well, like you said, one year contract is all I see him really getting. But I mean, what what. I, I'm. He's not going to sign with the Yankees, but one year at Yankee Stadium with that short porch, that'd be insane. Yeah, he he he'd hit fifty home runs. Oh yeah, he would no doubt. But it's kind of interesting. The Twins uh, obviously Cruz didn't play the outfield. He was a DH, but I mean the Twins are losing Eddie Rosario and 
Nelson Cruz. That's kind of big for them. Do, do you think they will try hard to re-sign one of them? Uh, I, I think they, they'll probably still try to get uh, Cruz back. I don't necessarily see them uh, trying to get Brantley back or um, trying to get Rosario back. That's why I kind of thought Brantley would be a good fit there. Uh, I think Cruz is obviously still a possibility. Um, but at this point, when a guy is on the market for this long, who really knows? Uh, obviously, I think she, he makes sense for almost all AL teams, considering how good of a hitter he is. And I think he'll for sure get a contract if he wants to play. Yeah, definitely. Um, another kind of Nelson Cruz-esque player with just a pure power, pure DH type of guy. Edwin Encarnacion, but I kind of I, I'm not sure if I can say pure power after his last season. That that was kind of a disappointment. Yeah, um, obviously, I think you and all White Sox fans were expecting more from him. I, I think he still is capable of being a good hitter. Obviously, I, I don't think there's really any chance he returns to the White Sox. Um, maybe he reunites in Toronto. Um, uh, he's a guy that he'll probably get a major league contract for a team. Uh, once again, I don't see a perfect fit. He he really is just a pure DH at this point. Uh, he he's a guy that could go to maybe a non-competitive team to start. Um, but yeah, he he's he had a bit of a rough year last year. Yeah, that universal DH is like really going to determine like the possibilities of where he's going to sign. Because he, there, there's no way he's gonna be able to play, you know, first base or anything. I, I really don't see it. But uh, you know, the 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 final, you know, big DH I feel like is Marcelo Zuna. Do do you have any ideas of already signing? I I mean, as a biased White Sox fan, I could see him signing with the Sox, but I mean, I could also see him going back to the Braves. No questions asked. What do you think? Yeah, I personally think he returns to the Braves. Although he's listed as a DH, he's a guy that. Uh, he can play the outfield, and he's not terrible. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily a good outfielder, but uh, he hit so well with that team last year. And it, it seemed like, especially in the playoffs, like you, you could tell he got along with his teammates and they kind of a, a good relationship. And, and he, he's going to be asking for some pretty big money uh, with the way he hit last year. But uh, I, I think he does return to the Braves. Yeah, I, I could see that return as a high possibility. Now, um. Yuana Cespedes, I I am not so sure where he's going to end up. The Sox just signed his younger brother, but I, I I'm not sure if he returns to the Mets in this situation. I, I'm not sure where he goes. What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't necessarily uh, see see him uh, returning to the Mets either. I really don't think that's uh, really even a possibility. Um. He's another guy that could reunite with a former team in the Tigers and be that that kind of veteran DH. Although you you kind of you kind of don't know, but um, he he's he might even be a guy that you know maybe doesn't get a major league contract. He's getting up there in age, and if he does, it'll be a one year deal. Um, I, I think that there's a lot of AL teams that would make sense. I don't think the NL teams want him in the outfield at this point. Although he has a pretty big arm. Um, yeah, I, I see. There are a couple teams that would make sense. I I see him going to one of those worse, like the not as good AL teams, and a team that you brought up a lot of the Rangers. I think he makes some sense there. Um, 
Uh, I, I really don't see him getting that much term on a contract. I, I think he, he'll go wherever he can, like whichever team offers a contract is, is where I'll end up. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he just has not been, been too, too awfully good these previous years, which is, I don't know, he, he was such a big power, power player for the Mets for a while. You know, back in their you know 2015 run, and also, uh, I remember his his cannon with the Athletics. I mean, he he's a he's a darn good ball player. So like, in you know th- this you know 2020 plays eight games. Like he, it it was a weird year, but I feel like a one year deal, which I think is all he's going to get, is really going to either make or break his career because I mean he's 35 he, he's kind of getting up there in age so you know if he if he is a great 36 year old season and uh contending team signs him to a one-year deal or something like that you know he, he can extend his career five years if he wants but I feel like right now he's really at a pivotal point to determine okay is it two more years six more years yeah uh, I, I think this next this next year will show where he's at, obviously, in his career. I think maybe this even free agency shows where he's at in his career, uh, considering he once was obviously a, a a star player, I would say, and he just has no market right now. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be a uh, huge market just in general for a lot of players. Yeah, that's, that's uh, very true. Any other DHs you want to touch on? Uh, honestly, no. I mean, I guess... Jose Martinez was a, a guy who everyone thought would be a perfect DH for a while. Went to the Rays, didn't hit. Then went to the Cubs, didn't hit. Uh, he's a guy that um, I, he can still play a platoon role. He hits lefties very well. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think a team's just gonna say come to our team and you're, you're the DH every day. Yeah, he's he's definitely a platoon type of guy. So yeah. I think that wraps it up here for Crying in Baseball, Baseball Podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Logan Mealy, along with Ashley Youngfelt. We thank you for listening. See ya. Peace.